So I've been trying to work out what I was going to do with this podcast. And I'm still undecided. But what I might do is an ad hoc kind of thing. As and when something massive happens in my life, I guess. Um, and there's a way of me to process it. So, um, we'll start now. Um, about an hour ago, my mum rang me. And I was like, this is a bit weird. It's a bit out of the blue. It's all get- That's, yeah, all out of the blue. Um, she was like, are you on a work call? I was like, no, no, no. That's in 15 minutes. Um, and then she's like, oh, I've got some sad news. I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Um, because I've got... I've, there's a few family members who are a bit ill. So I was like, oh, my God, where's it? You know, what's going to happen? Uh, she tells me that my auntie in Barbados has died. Um, it's really weird to, it's weird when you see people do, uh, like, not, well, not a podcast, but if you see, like, TikToks and people... There's one where I watched this guy who was filming his wife, I think it's during lockdown, like, all the stuff before she got diagnosed. She was a mechanic, and then she got diagnosed, and I think she was pregnant with a baby, and I don't think she was going through chemo, but she gave birth, but then shortly died afterwards. And he put up this TikTok... Um, about like how he was processing it. Well, it was, I guess he was processing his grief. And there was loads of people going, I can't believe he's made a video of this. Uh, so weird. And then there was another, I guess, te- death talk, um, where there was another person I watched where he was talking about his best friend of, like, 13 years. And you couldn't really work out... Like, there was always pictures from him as a child with this dog and other people, and you couldn't really work out until the end. It was actually he was talking about his dog that had died. And people are like, oh, that's so cute. Oh. And it's quite weird. If it's about another person, it's like, oh, how can you do that? But if it's about an animal, oh. Anyway, I'm, I'm really, I'm really upset. It doesn't seem like it. I've processed it a little bit quickly. I think the shock of everything is going to be something that's going to kick in at some point. Um... um yeah, I, I, uh, I'm still trying to... It's just really weird. I don't know why I've even decided, that, oh, you know what, an hour later, let me just go on and record a podcast. Um, I thought it's because I'm here by myself. I think this is the, the problem with coronavirus and this whole... Although there's no lockdown anymore, but the fact that I'm not in an office, so I can't, I guess, process my grief or by talking to anyone else, and this is the only way I'm able to talk to someone, which is really just talking to myself. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I'm st- I don't, the, the, see, this is the thing, I'm getting all like, yeah, about it all. Because, like, I think with death, stuff, you put stuff into perspective a little bit. Like, part of me really well wants to start tidying up and getting rid of shit I don't need. You know? When you die, you can't take it with you. So it's kind of like, I, I said that this is one of the things where I'm like, do I really need a bigger place or can I just start downsizing stuff? Because it's like little toys, like my pops, can't take it with me. And all that's going to happen is going to get donated to a charity shop at the end. You know, some of them I've got a pop, which is like 70 quid. It's a Batman Joker or Joker Batman. It's Joker in a Batman outfit. 
and that's a special edition one uh, through Loot Crate. And that was going, I think, when I first part it. So the, the crate itself is 45 quid, I think, because of taxes. But um, it was going online for about £100 just for that single pop. And then I think it's about 70, 70 quid now I'm seeing it for, average. Um, but yeah, I think the shock of everything, it's just hit me. So I was like, well... So my uncle died not that long ago, a few weeks ago. Um, so it's weird to have two deaths almost back-to-back within six weeks. Now, without any offence to family who may be listening to this at some point in the future, but, like, my uncle dying, I wasn't as close to him because I didn't really see him that often. I'd probably seen him that I'm aware of anyway, you know, excluding as a baby, but I probably saw him maybe about 20 times in my life, Right? He was over here in Bar- uh, in England um, where my nan died. But, yeah, I don't think... He, he didn't have a passport, if I remember correctly. So it's only when my nan died that he was able to then get a passport and then come over. So, yeah, um, we're not going over to the funeral, it seems, so I have to watch it on streaming. Um, I was all like, it's just it's really weird because I started doing all my work um, as I'm working from home and I was doing all my emails to my manager being like, right, uh, this is what needs to be done for today, this is what needs to be done for the weekend, blah, 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 here's all my work. And I guess luckily I did that when I did because if I had to send it now, I'd be like, no, I'm not in the right shape of, shape of mind. Like I was all ready for Right, today's Friday. Everything seems a bit less heavy emails. Um, I will start... I I sent a message going, I'm not joining the meeting um, because, you know, I just found this out. I, you know, I'm a bit shell-shocked for the different reasons. Like, my mum said that. You know what? Let me start Let me start from the beginning. I shouldn't pace around. Let me sit down. So when my uncle's funeral, I watched it on YouTube, when that happened, I was watching it and I was like, who's that woman? Because I was like, who's, I don't know who this woman is, like, she's upset and all that. So I messaged in the group chat after the funeral, go, who was that? And they were like, that's my auntie, it was your auntie. And I was like, oh, so I was like, she's lost a lot of weight. She's almost like lost half her body weight. I was like, wow, good on her. And then a few, uh, maybe two weeks later... My mum was like, yeah, um, she's ill. Stage four. I was like, okay. But from what my mum said, it seemed like she was kind of being okay. Um, so I guess you just kind of put it in the back of your mind. You don't think about it. You know, I did say if she was to die, I'd be more upset with her versus my uncle because I've seen her more times. And I've interacted with her like she always ring would ring me on my birthday and be like, "How are you?" You know, and I never ring her back. I sometimes send her a message or write on her Facebook, and that'd be about it. And I guess one of the things is just like with death, it always puts stuff into perspective because you just kind of think, "What's really important?" You know, and that's always been my attitude. Where I kind of said that. You know, I'm not going to buy too much shit because at the end of the day, what do you need the money for? What do you need? You know, like alcohol. I can't move for bottles of alcohol in my place. 
You know, I'm always buying... If I see a bottle of alcohol on special now, I buy it. I've stopped, I've stopped doing that now. I've slowed down a lot. Because I'm kind of like, well, I've got loads of bottles and they're just cluttering up the place. And half the time, a bottle will just stay there and won't get drunk. I've got a bottle of Bailey's from 2018 that I just didn't drink that year. And I still kept it. And I'm, I'm keeping it always just to see how long I keep it for before I chuck it out. Um, also said I might bury it in the garden if, if I, you know, whenever I get my new place. Um, the funny thing is, I was just before my mum rang me, I was about to ring up the estate agents to be like, there's two properties I want to look at. They're both next door to each other. So I want to, like, I want to book them both at the same time so I can kind of play both estate agents off of each other. So I go, right, I'm going to just let you know, I'm going to put an offer in for both and whoever accepts, accepts, basically. Uh, I'm going to go lower than they're asking for and just see how it goes from there. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of fighting the feeling just to just chuck, just to literally start tidying up and go, right, well, let's just get rid of this, let's get rid of that, blah, 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 blah. Um, because it's just like, you can't take it with you. You know, it's like you're born, you live, you die. That's it. And this is what I was saying about, like, I've always wanted to leave a legacy. You know, whether it or not I have kids or not, but so my friends and other people can talk about me. Not that I'm going to remember that or I'm going to know about that. But I'd always want to be, you know, remembered. You know, that think of, like, the average pe- amount of people who die per year. How many actually get written about? How many have a Wikipedia page? You know, that's not my end goal. But as in, you know, just, you know, if I had, even if I was a YouTuber and you died, you still, those videos are still online, you know. So, you know, in 10, 20 years time, when family members go, oh, so what was, oh, so let's say that there was a YouTuber who got into a crash, he was uh, driving a scooter, an e-scooter, and she got hit by a truck. Now, her boyfriend will eventually move on with his life. Um... He might have a new family, but even like her family, because she was a YouTuber, those videos are still there, and that would be a source of comfort for them, because they know you can always replay that. When I think of like Facebook and stuff, you know, when people die, admittedly, I've not got too many people uh, on my Facebook who have died, actually. But like, if I was to die before, I don't have my dad on Facebook, but he, I know he has one. But it's like, if I died now, or even if he died, it's like, you know, I wouldn't be able to update people or anything like that. I don't know, it's just it's all really weird stuff to process. And yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why I, I recorded this because I thought I was going to say something of value, but I'm not. Um, I need to just go back online and manage, message to my manager and be like, I'm not really going to do too much work or I'm not really in the headspace to do stuff, so you might have to pick some stuff up. Um, you know, I was in serious bits earlier. I mean, I still have a bit tense. I think maybe it might hit me in a few days' time, maybe when the funeral happens as well, and I watch that, I might be in, you know, in a better or worse state, I don't know. Um, it's all much of a muchness. I don't even know when, whenever the funeral is, I might actually just go to my parents and watch it there. 
Um, yeah, it's ah. Uh, Yeah, I'm just I'm still just trying to process everything because it's just this is this is why I've always said it's a family curse and so and I maybe I've put it into my head but there's been a few family deaths like the last half it's usually what happens usually the last half of the year uh, like August September October November um, I think my nan died in December so it's just one of those things where uh, yeah if if my family are gonna die it's usually the last half of the year. Than the first. Um, I'm shocked, but not surprised. No, I, I don't even know if I'm trying to make jokes out of it. I just, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start tidying up because I think, you know, I just need to just this this. I don't need stuff, as it were. I was going. I think I was going through some things earlier where I was thinking to myself with my new place. I was like, I bring everything from my own place and bring it over. And, and I'm like, what? Well, and also just to declutter as well. Because I was like, now the first thing I look at is my um, recipe books. Now, recipe books are always a weird one. Because you always buy them. And I'm talking about myself. I buy, I buy a lot of recipe books. Usually it depends on the price. Like when the book club was a thing, they used to turn up at work. I would buy a few books. I bought stuff that was like weight loss ones, like diets, uh, Weight Watchers, I should really say more specifically. I buy ones that are like a one pot stuff, so you don't have to do too many dishes. I bought a slow cooker one even before I had a slow cooker. Um, I got an Italian one, which I got for my girlfriend, and I got one as well. I got two Italian books. I got Jamie one, Jamie Oliver's one, uh, and I've got Greg Wallace's one, which is also Italian, which I think I was meant to give to my girlfriend, but I decided to keep for myself. Um, and a lot of these Italian ones are all very much the same, like desserts, tiramisu, 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 um, the ones in the, the biscuit things, the wafer, I can't remember, cololoni, 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 don't know what it's called, that one, I wouldn't eat it anyway, the brandy slap one, um, and I've got a few Chinese cookbooks as well, um, and I bought this fake away one, which is... One, I hate the term fake away. It's almost as bad. You know, when people say they don't like the word, and I'm sorry for this, the word moist. The word fake away, I hate it. Because it's, it's one of those things that certain women of a certain age, of a certain race as well, do. Oh, I did a fake away. So much cheaper. But it doesn't taste like it. Like, there was a woman who put up a KFC. She's like, I did a, home, I did a whole KFC barking bucket at home. I bought loads of legs and loads of thighs. And I put it in a southern fried seasoning. I made the chips myself. I did this. I did that. Just the only main thing I had to buy was a bottle of Pepsi. And, you know, making beans and getting put barbecue sauce in the beans to make it similar to that. And you see these, you see these things. And you're like, but that's not like... Like, KFC is quite unique. You can't really replicate that taste at home. Deep fat fryer or not. Because the way that they cook... The chicken is it's like broiled, and I think it's it's also the pressurized container it's in. 
which is unique to them, and I think it's still patented, to KFC. So that's the reason why people can make it taste, but they can't actually cook it the exact same way. Like the 11 herbs and spices apparently are out there. But yeah, it's just... Anyway, I digress. Um, And I've got loads of papers for just stuff. You know, I'm sending my flat, I've got stuff that's relevant to this place, and I'm like, I don't need it. I've got bits of paper. I'm just looking around my flat now. I've got bits of paper. Like government stuff, where it's for the census. I'm like, I don't need that. I've done the census. I don't need it for keepsakes. You can't take it with you. And I think that should be a motto in life. You can't take it with you. You know, you see people like Elon Musk. All these billionaires hoarding, hoarding cash. And it's like, but what are you doing? You know, some are spending it like they should. You know, you look at Rihanna... And as much as I love her and love her as an aesthetic and, you know, she's from Barbados and whatever else. And I'm like, yes, go girl. And she's a billionaire status because of all the the products she's been doing. One, I'm like, go back to doing music, please, because I want some new jams to bop to. But also it's like, now you're a billionaire, eat the rich. You know, I've always said I'd hate to be, I want to be rich, but I'd hate to hoard all that money and not redistribute the wealth, if they know what I mean. There was a thing where Elon Musk said he doesn't take, he doesn't pay taxes because he doesn't take a salary, mainly because he's rich already from selling off PayPal, right? So he doesn't, you know, he's living comfortably. So he did do a poll where he was like, should I, should I sell some of my stocks so I can pay some taxes? So he did, he sold, I think, 10%. Right. Now, even if he... The thing is, as well, with the whole money thing, even if he gave away all of his fortune, right, that still wouldn't, pe- that still wouldn't please people. People still like, I don't know, but he's, you know, there'd still be a get out. You know, oh, he hasn't really done this, or he hasn't done it in this way. You can never people... You can never please people all the time. And I've always said, this is why I'm never going to be a people pleaser. The thing I used to be when I was younger, then I was like, I really can't be asked. To be a people pleaser. Like, I don't know how people get things done who are people pleasers. Um, already I'm losing, I'm losing my track. Because I was going to be talking about death. Well, no, I wasn't really going to be talking about death. I was just updating and then just seeing what happens from there. Because I guess as well, with the whole pandemic thing, the fact, you know, I feel probably more worse for those people who are who lost loved ones during the pandemic, who weren't able to grieve properly. You know, there's part of me that's like, I'm quite glad that I didn't... I haven't moved to Manchester. Because that was always one of the things on my list, that I was going to move to Manchester. Well, at least a few years ago, I would have done that. And I said, I'm kind of older now, and I'm like, you know what, I can't... I can't do that to myself. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to think about stuff. I'm just like I had big plans for last year. Well for twenty twenty. I said it before. I was gonna do twenty th- on the twentieth of every month I was gonna do something brand new that I had never done and I'd document it for a potential YouTube series. And I haven't done those things. And really, I should have been working on it because I could do 22 in 22. 
And the idea, again, I do something on the 22nd of every month, I do something different and unique and something for me. And again, document it. Or maybe I try to do two things. So that way, yeah, maybe that, maybe that could be the thing. I do two things. One of them is, you know, get a tattoo. That'll be something. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I just need to just compose myself fully. It is weird that I thought, oh, you know what, an hour later, let's just do a podcast. But I think it's just a way of me to kind of cope with it. Because when my mum rang me, my dad was out. So he then rang me and was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Because I guess... As we're friends here. Um, so I went to... A few months ago. Um, my... Basically, my mum was like... I said, can we go see my nan's house? Because my nan's currently in a home and I know my parents are clearing it out. So I was like, can we go to Nan's house. So she's like, yeah. And she's like, we can go see her afterwards. I was like, okay, cool. So when we were there, that's when my mum told me that my uncle had died. Um, but anyway, when I got to the home, um, I didn't realise it was a home for dementia care. So I was there and I was like, well, this is, you haven't actually used the word dementia. You just said she was not well. Didn't know to what extent. So I was like, I got there did the COVID test, we were out, sat outside, and I was there for all of five minutes before I, had to, I just started crying. I was in bits. Because she didn't look like herself anyway. And, yeah, it was just one of those things where, I guess as well, this is another thing with my family, it's just we don't talk until something's happening. So I wouldn't know if someone was ill until they're ill if that makes sense, you know. Because I remember when my nan died, probably 15 years ago, I wasn't told, I didn't even know, again, maybe it's just naivety of me. She was in a hospice, and I didn't really understand, she went from the hospital to the hospice, didn't really understand a hospice's end of life. And we, I don't think we tidied up the house until after she died, if I remember correctly. And it's just one of those things where you're just like, if you told me, I don't know, would it have made a much difference? I don't know. Because we still saw her like every weekend in the morning. And I weren't, it's like before, before I went out clubbing. So it's not like I would have gone, oh, but I've got to go out and hang out with my mates. Like, wasn't really doing that that much, even at that age. Um... But yeah, things just get put into perspective, I think, when death happens. Because you just think to yourself, you think about, I think I think about my parents. I think what if they were to go? When is the right time for them to go? Would I want to be established in terms of having a house, having kids on the way and go, right, it's okay for you to go. Because I always thought uh, some of my friends have lost parents when they're in their teens. And I'm like, wow. Because I'm like, I'm very lucky and I know that that they're still around. And it's one of those things where you think about other people as well as yourself. She had a boyfriend, my auntie. So, you know, he's grieving. I think of my, my dad and my uncle who are grieving, I guess, twice because they've lost uh, their brother and now their sister. 
Um, and my great aunt apparently is not too well either. So that could be a third thing as well. Um, but then you start, as I said, you start thinking about yourself. You think, oh my God, if I was to die now, who would, not, I guess, who would care, but, you know, what would be done? For me, I'm also like, right now, there's a lot of beef with my friends. So it's like, would everyone be friends, say, for the funeral or something? Or would they be civil? You know, who would come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, he was a nice guy when I was really beefing with them? You know, it was like one of them ones where the people come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, he was so nice. Like, you never liked him, shut up. You know, I know there's certain people, if my friends were to die now, I'd say friends, but people I knew or went to school with, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, some people are probably be more shocked by than others. There's a girl who used to go to my school who had a baby. And while she actually had, uh, I think, breast cancer. Well, no, maybe I've just assumed that. It's, she had cancer. So she was doing chemo. I think she's doing chemo now. And it's one of those things where if she died, I'd be like, I'd be upset because she's just had a baby. And while I don't really interact with her, well, I don't interact with her full stop. I haven't, like, a lot of the people from my school, I still wish them happy birthday. We might talk on Twitter. I don't have everyone's WhatsApp. For me, a true friend is, well, I've got your WhatsApp. Not, you know, if I've got your number, I should say, not your WhatsApp. I know I can message people on Facebook Messenger, but um, phone, mobile phone numbers, I feel a bit more personal. Um... How long have I been recording for? Because I know this... Oh, 25 minutes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's just one of those things you just think about yourself. You think about your own mortality, you know, uh, especially, you know, as it's, I guess, close to home. But you just think... It's not necessarily how you want to be remembered. Because, like, there was a a guy that... So my one of my friends, her ex-boyfriend got killed uh, at his workplace. It was an explosion that happened. It was an accident. But every year on his death, for at least the last... It's over 10 years ago, but at least the first 10 years of his death, they would have a party or a celebration for it in his honour. Um, it was always weird when she'd put up the pictures of him. Because I also felt like I knew him, even though I didn't. Like, I knew of the incident when it happened. I just didn't know her until... I knew when it happened, this explosion, and someone died. Because it's near my local area, where I used to live. So I knew about that. I just didn't know he was who he was until I started hanging out with her. Which was maybe a few years after it happened. Um, but it's weird that like his circle of friends would talk about him. And what I mean as well, is like, I don't need to be remembered worldwide. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that I'd still like that longevity of a death. Like, Diana, we still talk about Diana. There's still films about Diana and the royal family. And it's, I, I think, a little bit borderline on ridiculous. Like, we do not need any more films on Diana's life. Because you're not really coming up with a new angle. <laughs> right? But it's like, she's still talked about. And that's, I think it's 25 years or 20 years now since she died. I think 25 years. It's not 30. It was a relatively big milestone. Or maybe because she was 60. She would have been 60 uh, this this year, yeah, because that was all the programmes were about. Loads of Diana programmes. But it's like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I I think the other thing is, like, you're only remembered for a generation. But I'd want to... I guess I want to be in history books, but 
for, for good reasons. I don't want to be like a serial killer. I think that was one thing where Ricky Gervais used to do talks at universities and someone was like, how do you become famous? He was like, become a serial killer. And people laughed and when you think about it, it's like, well, it's true. You know, you look at all the serial... Like Ted Bundy, for example, the good-looking serial killer. There's loads of films about him, loads of books about him, or even Jeffrey Dahmer. There's even a song about him. No, there weren't a song. There's someone said a line, and I think it's a Katy Perry song, I'd eat you like Jeffrey Dahmer or something like that. I'll cut your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer, I think's the line. But yeah, I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> I'm rambling. It's because I feel like I'm talking to someone. Um, yeah, I'll probably end up crying after I've, I've stopped recording. I don't know, I thought I was going to cry, so I'm glad I kind of didn't like this. I don't know. Grief is just, it's really weird, it's really bizarre, because I probably won't have another death for like five years. Or it'll probably be another five months, there's probably no in-between. You know, the stuff where I'm like, oh, my parents' house, for example, they were doing work just before I finished, like before I left the, the family home, which is coming up to five years, right? And the person who was doing it, his friend had died in a car crash. So he was grief-stricken, so he just stopped work on the house. Uh, I think the tools are still at my parents, or I don't, I don't, still don't fully understand, but that house hasn't finished, and I said I would love for that house to be finished, because, well, it needs to be, <laughs> it just needs to be finished, um, just in case anything happens to them, because it's like, well, no one's going to want to buy it in the state, no one won't, well, actually, I say that, it would probably get less money if it was done the way it is, like, it just needs carpeting, really, just to kind of be okay and a few bits need to be retiled a few of the floor but yeah apart from that yeah but that's another thing I said I work to do because I know like whatever place I'm moving to my parents are going to help me out I looked at a few houses one there was a place online that was really terrible it was really shit uh run down it's like in need of modernization I was like and the rest but um, unfortunately, I missed out on that house. Um, it was it, They reduced the budget because I think people were like, I don't want to buy it or it's a lot of work. I looked at it as like a project because I was like, well, I could do work alongside my actual job. Um, which would have been fine because I'd be working from home. But yeah, I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to make sure that stuff is ramped up. Like, I really want to see these properties... Because literally, my mum was ringing me. I was just trying to find the number to ring up one of the estate agents to be like, can I view? Because I've emailed two estate agents for these two places. There's two next-door neighbours or two houses next to each other that are for sale. Literally wrapped five, three-minute walk away from me. And I messaged um, one of them and he was like, can you give me proof of like funds? And I was like, yep. Sent that to him nothing back but then I sent another one the estate agent that I'm sending through who I really don't like I messaged them and they haven't said anything one of the estate agents who I'm dealing with rung me up and was like where are you at? I was like well you were the ones who were supposed to help me and can I view this place? and he was like yeah no problem we'll say next week Saturday 12 o'clock I was like okay cool and then didn't he goes but I'll wait to confirm it and he hasn't, he never confirmed it. So I've messaged and I'm just like, could you let me know what's going on? 
But I'll probably do that all on Monday because I'm just like, I think I'm in a quite argumentative mood. And if someone was to ring me, like, I'd thank God I don't have my work emails. They come up silently on my phone now, which I love. So I have to scroll to actually look at it. If I go to my notifications, I can see it. But otherwise, they don't pop up. The only time they pop up is when um, a meeting's been had. Um, there's a lot of work to do. That's the only reason why I'm probably thinking, like, this is the thing with my job. It's very manic. And we can't really afford to have days off. Because you just get pushed back behind. Like, it's quite weird that yesterday I was very productive. I did a lot of work. <laughs> I did a lot of work. I think a lot of my job as well is emailing. And I get email anxiety. Like, I get two, three hundred emails a day. Half of them are absolute bullshine. Like, people will tag it just so the whole team can see it. But it's actually not irrelevant. Not relevant to whatever it is you're doing. Which happens quite a lot. Um... Anyway, what am I going to do? I'm going to start tidying up my place, start getting rid of some papers, because I'm like, I just, I'm not a hoarder, but I've just got absolute nonsense here. You know, I've, like, even magazines, I'm like, why do I buy magazines and keep them? You know, I've got loads of first edition, like, if, if I'm in a newsagent or in Wyatt Smith or something like that, and I'm like, this is a new magazine, I'll buy that first edition just because it's new, because I'll keep it. I remember um, I got the last edition of Look magazine or New magazine. I'm in that. I'm in the last edition. I remember I was out with my mate David in Covent Garden. Some guy doorstepped me and was like, what do you find attractive in a female? So I said it. They took my picture. I think I was working at Playboy at the time. So I think I just put, I work in an office or office administrator. Um, Yeah, that was quite fun to be in that. And then I bought it and then I was in the last edition. I was like, oh, sad times. Um... I've got that somewhere. I've got... I remember when Zoo and Nuts came out. They came out within two weeks of each other. The first ever edition, I think I had Britney Spears on the cover of Nuts magazine. I think Zoo came first and then Nuts was second. Yeah. Because I think with Zoo, I bought every other issue. And Nuts, I bought almost 80% of the first year and 90 and 70%. And then when they put the price up, it was like pound twenty per week, right? And they were good. It was good stuff. And then it kept creeping up. They were like, oh, the cost of... It's still like half a pint. I remember that's one, one of the things when they went up to pound sixty at one point. And then pound eighty. I was like, how? How is it getting this expensive? Considering that women's magazines... There's, the market for men's magazines is very short. It's very small compared to women's. Now, a lot of them... I, what am I talking about magazines for? I won't get in... I won't bog myself down into that. I'm going to put my laptop on, which... I've shut down. This Dell PC's pony. Because um, you put it on a, what's it called? Not shut down, on like the silent mode. I can't remember what it's called. And it just doesn't work. Like the fan is still whirring in the background. Apparently I have to download an app called Dell Management, uh, which sorts out the battery. But I tried to install it and I need administrator rights. Anyway, top line is I want to be remembered when I'm dead. Not that I want to be remembered for 100 years. I don't want a statue made of me or schools named after me. That's pony. But I'm just saying I want something. This, is, this was always going to be the legacy. This is the thing where people would eventually find it. Or if someone was to look me up on 
who do you think you are if one of my siblings or one of my future relatives was famous? You know, not many people know about this. But if this is still around on all the services, this will then be something that they can probably listen to. Um, This has now been bought by Spotify, the Anchor app, but I think it is integrated into uh, Anchor. Sorry, into Spotify. I don't know how to find it. I've been trying to find it. It says, you're on Spotify now. Um, but yeah, I still don't know. Like, it's, it's really weird. This stupid thing says I get three listeners per episode. One time I posted something, it said, it's already had three plays. I'm like, how? It's only just been published. Um, but yeah, this is my legacy. I don't know why I'm rambling on. I think it's just, there's a lot of stuff I'm thinking but not saying. Not that it's bad, I'm just, I'm trying to think of the next thing to say at the same time as I'm talking. I'm, I'm doing, you know, umpteen things at once. I'm still scanning the room going, right, what am I getting rid of? What am I keeping? You know, I'm a hoarder when it comes to plastic bags, I've just realised. I can see my tote bags, which is really funny because I had loads of plastic bags and I did what my mum does and shoved them all in one bag. And I don't say plastic bags reusable, I like to say bags for life. I have a, a problem of just hoarding bags for life. You know, I'm always one who carries one anyway when I'm out. But then sometimes you buy more than expected. That happened one time when I went to Lidl. Um, I was successfully able to buy one of those. That I, If you go in the start of Lidl, then what they do, is instead of just chucking out the fruit and veg, they'll reduce it all to pound fifty or a pound, depending on the size of the box. So you'll get probably £3 worth of food, probably even more than that. Um, all together so I had some figs that were very out of date you know some of them had already split um, some stuff I did was a bit cheeky and I moved it around but there was like seven or six bananas again not end of life but I think you just get rid of them <clears throat> I say, and again they weren't just chucking them out they were there to, to be bought and there was like four or five but this box was actually so big and I already had two bags of shopping so in the end I think halfway through of walking with it I just tipped the... No, I tipped the box out and put it... I was trying to fit the box into a bag for life that they had for sale. Uh, and that didn't fit. And then in the end, I was like, oh, you know what I'll do? Is I'll turn the box, like, sideways, which is what I was trying to do anyway. Um, and that didn't fit. Um, so I just ended up tipping them all out. But the bag was about two kilograms. Because it's already, like, not split in the bag, but the bag was bowing. You could see it started to have, like, stretch marks on it from where certain fruit was rubbing up against, like, the bananas. I didn't, like, put sideways in the bag. I put it... Well, I put it sideways in the bag, but not the sideways you might be imagining. So that was kind of the one side of where the top bit of the banana was kind of stretching. You could feel it. You could see it pointing as I was moving forward and forward. Forward and forward? As I was moving closer, going back home, walking back, um, I could feel, like, protruding out the side of it. Um, so then I kind of turned them upside down and rested on other fruit. But then, yeah, anyway, by the time I got it back, some of the figs that I had, they were split. Um, and yeah, this is all boring. But then, in the long story short, I got on the bus. So I was like, and I was only got on it for two stops, but I was like, I can't carry this anymore. I think also because the bus was like two minutes away. I was like, it's just easy if I just wait, pay one pound, whatever, one pound 20, I think it is for the bus. Um, and then walk home. And even then, when I was walking, I was like, ooh. Even though it's like 100 metres, I was still like, oh, it's still very tense. Very squeaky bum time. Um, 
Anyway. <sighs> Hope you enjoyed. I was probably meant to be talking about my auntie. I don't know what I was thinking of doing, but this is just something different. I think everyone processes grief differently. Um, I, you know, w- w- my girlfriend was here. She thought it was my nan who had died. Um, I remember I was just crying, but I was doing that thing where I'm trying not to cry. I was kind of like... <sighs> I was on the phone to my mum and, you know, we were talking. I was upset. She could hear I was upset. Um, but when I was talking to her, then she started asking me, like, how the search is happening you know, with the estate agent. I was, and then I couldn't talk because I was just then, it hit me like a second wave. And then she's like, no, just, just go, just go. I'll talk to you later. So I said, yeah, okay, cool. Um... But yeah, I think what I'm going to do is so I'm going to I put my laptop on. Um, I'm going to do some work uh, and just say to my manager that I'm not, my head's not in the game properly, but I will be doing some work um, and then take it from there. Uh, yeah, cool. Hope you listened. Hope you listened. You should be listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, love you and leave you. Bye.